0: Welcome to another episode of Fort Riley, the podcast. This is Colleen McGee from the Fort Riley Public Affairs Office bringing you the story of how Fort Riley training areas are helping Guard and Reserve units prepare for duty.
1: My name is Logan James Kelly, Specialist. I'm with Alpha Company, 2nd 134th Infantry Battalion of Nebraska.
0: Okay. Was this the first time you've gotten a chance to come out and do training on a range like this?
1: Uh, for this extended amount of time, yes. Yes, it's been very enjoyable. I mean, it takes me back to training as an athlete. So just You have some highs, you have some lows, but ultimately the bonds that you create with the people around you has been just pretty awesome.
0: So you guys are getting ready to deploy how do you think this experience will help you as you go
1: forward the cohesiveness and just seeing the capabilities of everyone to my left and to my right those above and below me and just seeing the amount of growth because that's been ultimately the biggest thing and just seeing the different personalities of people come out it's also been cool to see what type of skill sets people have for not just the field craft that we do but also from their personal lives, what they bring to the table, and just getting to know people around me has been uh, something that I will not forget.
0: And outside of the guard, what else do you do?
2: I work construction. Uh, my name is Sergeant Christopher Damian, and I am with uh, Alpha Company Thirty Fourth out of Nebraska.
0: So one of the things I want to ask you from your perspective, because you're now a little bit higher in rank, you mm-hmm. have a leadership role. Yep. so. What kind of support did you get to help get your people trained here?
2: A lot of it was just, you know, being able to coordinate ranges with uh, you know, our task force, being able to uh, accommodate all the various different weapon systems that we have, uh, sniper systems, crew serves, heavy machine guns, all that kind of stuff. And then being able to actually do squad and uh, platoon life fires was, you know, uh, a beneficial uh, thing for us to have.
0: I got the feeling when I was out there with you guys that it was really kind of fun.
2: It was, yes. So... So there are quite a few of us here that come from a long range uh, surveillance and reconnaissance background um, before that unit was disbanded and we developed came into an airborne infantry battalion. And so a lot of us had, hadn't been able to do a full platoon size exercise like that in either a really long time or some of us have never done it at all. So just being able to do that, large, that scale of an exercise was very beneficial to a lot of us.
0: What benefit are you taking from Fort Riley with you forward?
2: Uh, the biggest one is just kind of like uh, the specialist had mentioned, uh, being able to work with uh, you know, various different people because we pulled in a lot of p- different people to this unit um, from different organizations because we have a, a very unique MTO. Uh, so we're very, we're very self-sustaining. So being able to work with different levels of uh, HQ, so like supply and maintenance and different uh, backgrounds is very beneficial to see how their, their processes work and uh, just getting to be able to work with uh, some of the new, new soldiers that I'm in charge of now, uh, developing them and see, just, like you said, learning their backgrounds and what kind of uh, skill set they bring to the table outside of just, you know, being an infantryman. So.
0: And when you're not on guard duty, what, who are you in the civilian world? Uh,
3: so I actually have a couple small businesses. The title would be I am the commander of Alpha Company, 2nd of the 134th Infantry Battalion, uh, Airborne. Captain Dalton Bowden. So we're always happy when we get to come down to Riley. Um, You know, being in Nebraska, we get to spend a lot of time down here anyway, so it's kind of like a little home away from home for us. Um, We've always had very good relations with the range staff, the different personnel we've interacted with. Um, We've always been very fortunate uh, with the people that we've worked with down here.
0: So what do you think were the top takeaways from this experience this time at Riley?
3: Sure. Uh, So the biggest takeaways this time for being down here for this training period was really getting to integrate with the rest of the task force. Uh, We've had a lot of administrative times with them and planning conferences and such, but this is the first time we were finally able to train together, uh, which was really nice to build on those relationships that we started administratively and carry them over into the operational training period.
0: And how long was this training period?
3: So this one for us down at Riley, we actually started on March 1st. Um, And so by the time we leave, it'll be a little bit over 30 days. So it's a It's been good to us, but we're definitely happy to go home as well.
0: You guys are getting ready for deployment. Yes. So going forward from here, what are the key takeaways that you saw happen that are going to serve you well as you deploy forward?
3: So I think the biggest thing that'll help us as we deploy forward will be those relationships that we built. Um, you know, being able to go back and forth and know the person on the other end of the phone or on the other end of the email makes all the difference when you're trying to work together, especially if you're at different locations.
0: What was the funnest part of the training out here?
3: (laughs) Uh, Personally, I think the funnest part of the training out here for me was being able to see everybody start to work together. We were pulled from a lot of different organizations within the state, and this was really the first time they were able to go to the field together. So seeing those different relationships and all the the cogs of the wheel start to come together um, was really nice to see.
4: Brad Engelhorn, I am the chief of the DPTMS Mobilization Reserve Support Branch, or the MRSB.
0: We recently had a combined unit from Nebraska and Oklahoma and in a few from Indiana, but that's not unusual for Fort Riley. So talk to me about the reserve component forces that use our installation for training.
4: So we average on a good year anywhere from 17 and a half to 25,000 soldiers compo 2, compo 3 which is the National Guard Reserve. So we have, or we coordinate, um, because they don't have a uh, range access or range request access Ripness. So one of my uh, my support person here, he's, what his job is is to, he coordinates the ranges, their But not really. I mean, one ID still has most of these units, so the training here that they do is fits right into their skill sets. They do a lot of their small arms uh, training here. Um, you know, we use the—they'll use the mystics, like the, the medics or the medic battalions or the caches that will come through. They'll use the, the mystic, which is the medical training certification of the site's training complex. We provide them with. Uh, training areas or maneuver areas where they can go up and set their uh, patrol bases up or their uh, command post and do any kind of training they need to do out there. So,
0: so at uh, the end of the day for you, when these guys come through, a lot of them are getting ready to mobilize, how does it feel to know that you've helped them go- get ready to go?
4: Um, no, I like it. That's why after I retired from the Army, I came back to work for the Army because I still like soldiers. So... I like being around them. I like, I like making sure that they're getting the training that they need to get them out the door and get them in the theater. It's uh, a sense of accomplishment and we do here at Riley. we do our best to make sure they get what they need and they get all they need as they're going out the door and a big part of our job is just mitigating conflicts with 1ID or ranges or if a range gets shut down for you know burn or, or wind or, Whatever, like that. Is our, you know, our job is to make sure that that all happens. A lot of moving parts, especially when you have a large unit like the 45th that came through. But I would say though is like most units that come through here, this is not their mobilization. You know, they're doing like their their uh, summer at for two weeks, or they'll come in and do their weekends. You know, they're normally within a state area of Kansas. On average, you know, we do see soldiers from like probably 14 different states. And on the really high years, probably. We can see soldiers from as many as 25 different states.
0: With more than 91,000 acres of training area available, these guard and reserve units get an opportunity to come together from several locations and train face to face and build their teams. Thank you for listening to Fort Riley, the podcast.